If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Then I found the key, but I was like, I better kind of learn the case that happens again. Right. You know, right before the Moscow rally, I locked my bike in the shed. Can't fucking get it out. <laughs> oh. I, w- I would just tear the shed down that point <laughs> dude why are you taking the wall off your shed because uh, the lock is can't find the key yeah it's a good lock <laughs> yeah i don't want to cut the lock it's cheaper to buy nails we <laughs> pick up nails on the job site free they don't oh, have keys <laughs> Hello and welcome to the final recording of the studio of Chaparino of my old studio. Uh, as you're listening to this, uh, I closed a week ago. Uh, actually, today is November, uh, yeah, November, September 6th. I closed in two days. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, every, uh, we're all moved in and we're either recording or about to record the next episode. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So from what you were telling me before we hit record, so your house is like the border right now? Oh, I, yeah. It's kinda. just open? It's just open. <laughs> Chappie's got an open invitation to you guys. Yeah, so I got a, I got a notice from my realtor today. I've never that, heard this um, before. Just FYI, the, uh, the seller's realtor just contacted me and said, there's no keys to hand over at closing because they don't lock their doors. <laughs> now, either that means it's a safe area or they just lost the fucking keys. I'm not yeah, sure. Well, here's <laughs> the both. funny, here's the funniest part of that story. And I didn't tell you this yet. When the wife got home, she looks at me and goes, there better not be any fucking squatters in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can't get them out. What? Police won't remove squatters. I will remove them. That's what I told her. I says, I know somebody that lives down the street that's got a fucking gun. 
I mean, I'll, I'll drive across the country to get them out of there for you if I have to. Huh. I mean, it would make my day. There you if go. There's, if there's somebody in there when we before we go to closing, then there's an issue already. Yeah. They just don't get their money yet until they get the people out. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't take all the fun away from me, Chappy. Yeah. Be it the would people take remover. It would take you too long to get here. Yeah, that's probably true. Last time I tried to drive out west on any or out east on anything, it just fucking broke down. Oh, yeah, no, we. I don't. I mean, I was have close. I was closer to you than I've ever been. I don't want to have to come <laughs> get you halfway. Yeah, let's not do it in the winter either, please. <laughs> I will not be into work on Monday. I am on my way to rescue mission, wherever <laughs> not middle Minnesota. America. To get Cody. Any other state but Minnesota to get me. Yeah. Don't you know. Don't you know. Speaking of don't you know, you said that there's 10 motorcycles we were talking about today. Yes. Uh, I ran across an article and it gave me the idea for an episode. Um, and I I did a little digging along with the, the article and these are... The 10 supposed most reliable uh, ADV bikes ever made. Well, does that mean they only put out one year then? Or do they make them every year? Well, they make them every... Well, some of them were made every year, and some of them have newer versions. I was going to say, if they're that reliable, they shouldn't have to make them again. (laughs) Well, you know, know, people just like to buy new shit. Yeah, I know. That's kind of the American but, way. I can, that's the same as my last one, but it's a different color. I got to have it. This is a good list for anybody that's thinking about buying a used ADV bike. So I thought that would be a, a good a good list to use. Yes. A good list to, to share with our listeners. Let's get into it. I'm Let's excited. get into it. I just see number 10 and it makes me excited. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Why don't you kick it off? At number 10, we have the KTM 990 Adventure. Yeah. So (laughs) just the 990 tells me that it's been around for a while. It has. They got like the 1190 and now the 1290. Yes. I I like the looks of it. That's for sure. Yeah. It's it's good looking. But uh, I remember we. We're talking to Bryce from the BDR, and he has that bike. He's had it forever. Oh, this is the one he has. Yeah, he's he's in love with it. It's kind of like a, a bike. You know how, what is it, the DRZ? DRZ? Yep. That has kind of a cult, um, cult following. following. Definitely the 990 is like, um, it's got a cult following for sure. As far as I know, they haven't remade it currently. Uh, new bikes are coming out, it looks like, but yeah. Yeah. So um, with all these bikes, we've got some information on them. Um, uh, the KTM 990 Adventure Service Interval is uh, 4,600 miles suggested. Um, I know some people are going to do it sooner. Some people are going to do it longer. Yeah. Um, I mean... To keep it reliable, you probably want to do it at least by the 4600. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah and I mean, by, that's 
I bet there's going to be others that have a lot higher interval time. Yeah, that's, and there's that's pretty good. I mean, I'm, there's going to be some that are shorter too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm thinking like the uh, four-stroke dirt bikes. You got to do like I don't know every thousand three. I can't know. Yeah, and we're talking like these bikes were in the 2006 to 2010 range. You know, that's you know, yeah, 13 years ago. So 4,600 miles. That's a pretty decent. You know, yeah, it's not bad. You can do a pretty good trip in that. I could pretty much drive to your house and come back yeah. before I had to change the oil. If right. I if I follow directions, that is, unless I got lost and went squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. Oh. And usually the 4,600, so then at like uh, 9,200, you would have your oil change again and then something else. And then 4,600 miles later, there would be, you know, so yeah, every 4,600 miles, you're doing some sort of service, not just the oil change. Right. Um, common problems or what? Mm. Fuel injection malfunctions. Ooh. Water seal, water pump seal. Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, my God. Clear back in 2006, KTM clutch slave cylinder. <laughs> you know, I saw that. I thought of you. <laughs> my God, man. Come on. I mean, I love hydraulic clutches. I do. They're great when they work. When you got to mess with them, they suck. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never had one with the hydraulic clutch. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's, as they say, fluid. <laughs> it's yeah. hydraulic, but... I mean, it, you, you know, definitely like the uh, wired on dirt bikes and a lot of the street bikes, like the wire mm-hmm. uh, throttle and cable. clutch cable. And, and if it gets frayed, it kind of catches. And, you, yes. you know, or if it gets kinked. <laughs> or if you don't take care of them, they can pull hard. Yeah. Which is what I hate. I hate that. Vince used to have a bike squatch. He used to have a bike. I think it was a CR two fifty that had two uh, exhausts on it. Mm-hmm. Pretty, cool, pretty cool, but man, you had to be he man to get that clutch to pull it in, man. Oh god! Somebody pro- probably put stiffer springs. They think it makes it bike goes faster. Yeah, yeah, definitely could yeah. could have been. All I all I know is the first time we started that baby up in the yard was on a stand. <laughs> We've been messing with the uh, carburetor. <laughs> um, it had two tailpipes. I guess it was, I don't know if it was a 2006. I think it was. 250F, yeah. And it had two tailpipes. And uh, both of them were shooting fire, man. We couldn't get it to shut off. <laughs> I thought it was going to fucking explode. <laughs> That's funny shit. Oh, yeah. I could have cooked a freaking hot dog if I wasn't so scared. I thought that thing was going to blow. <laughs> Apparently, the air-to-fuel mixture was a little bit off. <laughs> I guess so. A little unburnt fuel through the exhaust. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the 990 Adventure, the they, uh, best years to buy the bike is either 2006 or 2009. That way, uh, you have less chance of uh, a lemon, as they say. Yeah. I mean, every bike's got lemons. I right. mean, every manufacturer... Um, but I can see just looking at that baby, you know, especially in that time period, 
why it would have a, a cult type following because I mean it just looks like it's ready for Dakar. I know the one here has a sticker that says Dakar on it, but it just it looks oh, it like something you'd see Toby Price blasting down the desert or something on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nice looking bike. I like the color, the blue, which is a little odd for KTM. Yeah. Unless you're going way back. Yeah, you go way back. It's weird. Yeah. If you watch like old uh, Supercross races, sometimes you'll get the manufacturers mixed up. <laughs> what do you mean he's on a Suzuki? That's not... Suzuki, he's orange. He's on, what the hell? Oh, speaking of uh, races, did you see the, the new reveal? Oh, yeah, I sent you the a new video reveal of, of the uh, bike. Yeah, Ricky Carmichael riding yeah. around on the Triumph, Triumph 250. Triumph dirt bike, baby. Yeah, they were very impressed with it. Yeah, looked like they were having fun. I'm hoping to see that bike in the 2024 season. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, the next bike. I almost traded Chippewa for that. Uh, that would have been a bad thing. It would have been a bad thing, but man, I, I was just, I wanted a new adventure. I don't have any money. So I had this guy and he said he would trade me. And I went and rode the Royal Enfield Himalayan. Hmm. So yes, in at number nine is the Royal Enfield Himalayan. The Itchy Boots bike. The Itchy Boots original. bike. Before yeah. she got a Honda. Yeah. But I mean, it looks fun the you know, it's supposed to be pretty good off-road, especially for, like, um, like a beginner rider. Yeah, and it looks like a blast from the past, too. It does. I mean, it, it looks cool. And and the thing brand new, when I was looking at them, they were, like, 5,000 brand new. I mean, you could get a couple options, make it close to six, let's say. Right. But brand new, off the showroom floor. floor and the parts, you know, it's supposed to be simple and cheap. And they're supposed to be plentiful. Yes. I do not have a dealer locally. I think the closest place to me is New York City. New York City? You got New your salsa York from City. New York City? For an adventure bike? <laughs> what kind of adventure hey. are you going to have in New York City? I tell you what, I've been seeing some clips on YouTube about the streets in New York City, and that looks like a damn adventure right now. <laughs> <laughs> not really one I'd want to go on, but man. People need to chillax, man. Uh, yeah. People, People need, need to, to chillax, take like, more period. hum. <laughs> Feng shui. Um, yeah. Yeah. Find your inner third eye or whatever the hell. I don't know. <laughs> so one of the shortest service intervals on this list, the Himalayan Ooh. comes in at 3,000 miles, yeah. which is the old change your oil every 3,000 miles. Yep, and that's what I, it's stuck in my head because of cars. Yeah, but even cars now, they're saying 10, 6 to 10. What? I brought oh, my man, car. I've been throwing money away. <laughs> I brought my car in for an oil change a few months back, and they were like, oh, shit, you got a long way to go. Come back and see us in the fall. <laughs> nice. I've never heard that. They always just do it. Okay. Uh, no, I like the Himalayan. Like looking my... at that picture, I'm thinking oil change would be pretty damn simple. On the road, off the road. Um, there's think. not much to the engine. So unless it's hidden oh, like it's pretty open. right under the exhaust pipe or something so you can't get to the bolt. Um, I don't know. It, it reminds me of the cars, you know, I used to help my 
buddies' dads or whatever work on their trucks or car engines when I was younger. And like I could sit in, I could put my butt on the uh, top of the side of the fender. Yeah. My legs inside and you could work on the damn thing, you know? Not anymore. Yeah. The Himalayan is kind of, to me, looks like somebody took a, a Harley like dirt tracker and threw yeah. some like. Yeah, it looks like a mix of a cafe racer slash Harley slash dirt bike. Yeah. To a mixer or something. And then threw like dirt tires on it. No, I I did uh I did ride that around. Somewhere I've got footage, I'll have to post it when I was oh, yeah. riding that thing. But I mean it it, it seemed fun. The the thing is uh it is smaller, like shorter the ground than the seven one. Hmm. But and I thought because it was smaller and smaller CCs that it would be lighter. It isn't it is not necessarily lighter. No. Um, it's lower to the ground, but there's a lot of steel on that frame. Yeah, and it is air cooled, <laughs> or at least yes. the one I was riding was, and that's that's what saved well, I believe Chippewa. They still are. That's what I saved they Chippewa. Still are. I was like, oh man, the way I heat up a clutch and stuff, uh, I don't think I can have an air cooled bike. No. It'd be dead. But I mean, it still looks fun. Like, and for the price, well, yeah, they're cheap. No, that's a, that's around same price as your uh, CRF, right? Yep. Like, yeah, about five grand. So for to have fun like that with a brand new bike for under six grand, I mean, these days that's pretty, pretty cool. Yes. On um, that, I don't think you're going to be traveling over like sixty-five. You're not going to be on the, on the interstate. Maybe you could be, but I, I wouldn't want to do it. I don't know. I get my three. I get my two fifty up to seventy easy. Yeah. I would I buy get, another I one. get the 701 up to 95, but doesn't mean I should. So <laughs> the, the common problems on the Himalayan um, uh, rust, because there's a lot of metal. Uh, head bearing issues. That's scary Ooh, to me. That is scary. Fogging instrument cluster. That's. Yeah, that's just bad sealing. You need some yeah. silicone. Oil leakage. Sounds like we're talking about a Harley. Engine, engine knocking. knocking. Well, if you have oil leakage, your engine's going to certainly knock. Right. Stalling. Oh. Questionable, questionable build, build quality. quality. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's a pretty long list. Like, for especially like for something were, that for the is ranked point? above the nine ninety. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I agree points, with that. I think they were a little harsh on that, but. Um. Well, I, I think the the whole uh, reliability for the Himalayan comes down to it's cheap. You can find parts anywhere it's and anyone easy can to work, work on, on. It. It's so open; you don't yeah. have to pull any plastic out of the way. It's like working on like a nineteen seventies bike. Yeah, I mean, it, the way it was kind of sold to me over yep. just watching it in videos and stuff is just spark gas anywhere air. you are. Yeah, somebody, if not you, somebody can work on it, and you know it's not specialized like. Yeah, you there know, was a BMW a, with uh, the with the electric shocks and what was the funny the thing? Doodads. What the BM? Oh, the GS. Uh, 
if it breaks down, even a tuck tuck mechanic can find their way around oh, yeah. the bike and fix it. <laughs> mechanic. Tuck tuck. <laughs> and they say the best Himalayan year to buy used would be the newest one you can get. <laughs> yeah, don't get the first edition. You never get the first edition model of anything. I don't do it with, you know, usually phones come out and they fix something or a computer comes out, they fix something. The Xbox comes out, they fix something. I wait until everybody else is pissed off and then they fix it and then I go get it. Smart man. Yeah, I, I had to learn that the hard way, but yeah. Coming in at number eight on the list, we're going green. Ooh. No, we're not talking about the Hulk. You won't like me when I'm green. <laughs> Kawasaki versus 650. Not one of the bikes I would think of to put on an adventure list, but it is listed as an adventure bike. Yeah, how would a gun? What's the other one there? Well, you got the KLR, right? Yeah. Or the oh, I mean, that's the it. V-Strom looks a little more. V-Strom Suzuki. Oh, sorry. See, we got yeah, colors so mixed the, up. The Versus is uh, Kawasaki's version. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, talking about bikes that are cheap, you can usually pick this one up new uh, I want to say between five and seven thousand, depending on options. Brand new, huh? Yeah, they're they're inexpensive. Nice. Um, and there's a newer model out that's uh has new, you know, like a little more bells and whistles than the older ones had. Which means but, probably a little more money you have to exchange. Yeah, and, and they look a little more adventure than the older ones do. Yeah. Um, they do have a smaller front tire. I want to say that's uh, a 19 or. Yeah. So. So you're not log hopping in that bastard unless you're really good at wheelies. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, it's got a, um, the fender that they put on it is really, really close to the wheel too. Yeah. So, that's, so if you're in the mud, be careful of that. <clears throat> right seen that in many videos yeah just get stuck because the front wheel won't turn because there's mud in there <laughs> yeah i mean which if would you're, suck if you're doing like 25 and that happens <laughs> yeah if you're doing like fire roads and stuff like that i think you're more than yeah. capable oh yeah um i would not uh no i don't i don't think i've ever seen one of those and i don't want to ever see one of those like on a bdr yeah, well, I was just going to say, I mean, maybe like the Mavda or something like that, but I don't know if I would be taking it on the, like the class four roads up in Vermont and then the New England or uh, out by you the on the Utah BDR, taking it in the sand. I mean, they, yeah, they look, yeah, that don't look fun in the sand, especially with those paddles on it, bro. <laughs> I'd put and some paddles on the too. back of that fucker. <laughs> But look uh, at the service interval. Yeah, seventy five hundred miles. Now I'm wondering, is that just? It looks more street friendly just from looking at it. So does yes. that play into the longer interval? Do you think? Um, I mean, I know it's I, engine wise. I, I don't know. I mean, that's just what they recommend for like their their oil change. It's uh, it's probably not as torquey as 
you know, some of your more off-road bikes. Yeah. You know, usually you got more torque because you want to be able to get that front wheel up and stuff. Um, oh, it is a tw- man. twin cylinder too, so. Look at that. Common problems. What? What? Water what? pump. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, cheaper bikes, I guess, and KTMs included, I guess. I yeah. I use uh, crappy uh, O-rings and stuff, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it just I'm, sucks when a 25-cent freaking part can ruin your adventure. <laughs> right. Um, rattling noise in the gauge cluster. Vibrations, which is not a good thing for a street bike. No, or or even really off-road. Because it just, like for me, it makes my hands go numb after. Right, but you would kind of expect that on a off-road bike because of the knobbies. You're going to yeah, vibrate Yeah, more. the knobbies are going to do that. This one doesn't have knobbies and it still vibrates. Yeah, and and it looks like it has uh, mag wheels also. So yes, I believe they do make a model with spoked wheels. Um, now, ooh, uh, before ooh. I'm not sure if they had that um, power delivery problem. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, I mean, I um, I, when I hit the gas, I need power, baby. Yeah. Like, and electrical problems. Oh, oh, those are the worst. I'm, I'm an electrician. I won't even touch electrical. Well, and they say the the best year to buy used is 2020, which is I think when they changed to the newer iteration of the bike. Nice. Well, you and I are uh, a little bit familiar, I think, with the next one. Sort of. In a roundabout way? In a roundabout. I mean, I'm pretty familiar with it. (laughs) Yeah, so, well, I mean, it's, yes. BMW F800GS. I always hate that when I type it in. I'm looking for parts. I have to put the F800GS. I'm going to just put GS800. Jerks. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But, uh. I mean, I can tell you that that thing will go off-road. It'll go on-road. It's fun on-road. It's um, it's fairly fun off-road so far. Yes, there's been a lot of changes since your bike and my bike. Yes. Um, Although that's the same color as your bike right there. It is. It's yellow and black. Is that 40 years old right there? <laughs> no. I mean, that's good looking. But. Um. The chain is moved to the other side. My the chain is side? on the left. My chain is on the left, like all the other Japanese bikes, KTMs okay. and all that. Hmm. Um, the gas tank, my gas tank is up by the handlebars. Not Yours is seat. under the seat. Yes, it is. Um. Yeah, I mean, I've got 50 more cc's. Yeah, speaking of 50 more cc's, <laughs> did you see uh, BMW's was coming out with a 1300 now? What the hell? I don't know, but I saw two adventure riders today. They, they were loaded up. That looked like they had camp gear. Uh, one was on a brand new, I think it had to be a 1250. Dude, I drove by that in my truck, you know, because I'm, checking out their gear you know i'm dork like that but 
I'm waving, but dude, that freaking front of that 1250 or whatever it was, was huge, dude. They're big bikes. Like, <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. It looked like, yeah, uh, getting bigger. it looked like Jax's Harley, uh, um, what do they call it? The fairing. You know, the big Harley bearing that looks yep. like makes it look like a freaking Goldwing car. Yeah, they seem like they're getting bigger. It's like, yeah, don't get bigger, it. dude. What yeah. the hell? I mean, uh, Kate, well, we just talked like the KTM, their flagship bike went from a 990 to a 1090, 1190. Now it's a 1290. Now it's you an know? 890. <sighs> well, yeah, their, their middle weight went from a 790 to 890. Uh, BMW started off as uh, 650, uh, from 650 yeah. to that's what they did just for a ride. 650 was a single, and then they went up to the 800, and then the 700, which was the road version with the mag wheels. Um, service interval is 6,000 miles. Oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look um, at the prob- the common problems with my bike. Mm. ABS malfunction. Yeah, I turn that shit off anyway. <laughs> Battery drains. Yes, mine's dead all the time. All really? the time. Yes, every fucking time I go to start that bike, it's dead. I've tried to because you need the spare battery. On? No, no. This time with Tim, I didn't leave any lights on. I made sure. Huh. Yeah. Come home, dead. Now, if I leave it in my freaking carport for a week and go start it, take the wife on, that's fine. But, like, if I take it, I, I don't know. Do so, have, yeah, I uh, always just carry my uh, Tusk Do you have a USB with port me. that you plug stuff into? Um, I unplug that, too. Huh. So, I don't know. It's been that way since I got it. So, I just carry my Tusk jumper around. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's just funny that they say battery drains. I didn't know that was a common problem. I didn't either. I have not had that issue on either one of mine. Yeah. I leave it in the garage all winter long. And when I start it in the spring, I push the button and it goes vroom. I don't know. Uh, Engine bolt corrosion. And minor headstock bearing issues. What does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, the headstock bearings, depending on how you you use them and whether you make sure that you keep them tight. You know, I've had bikes that have had the bearings go bad. And I've yeah. had bikes where <laughs> they, they've been fine. Uh, oh. but, uh, I watched Squatch on his KTM 300 that he inherited from me, the 2008. And his front wheel bearing. <laughs> and he's just like, it's like the brakes are on all the time. <laughs> Did a little endo. Uh, best 800 GS year to buy used, they say, is 2012. No, no, I would disagree. I would say the best one to buy is the 2015 that Cody has. Just hit me up in the email and uh, we can work out a price. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Please don't mistakenly send that email to the wife's email address or I'll be in deep doo-doo. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, and just so you know, the price is $200 less than it costs to buy an 890 Yes. So there. There you go. And I'll even bring it to you wherever you're at. Mm. All you got to do, I mean, Cody will trade straight up for an 890 I will. Yes. I'll trade it straight up for an 890 I'll even give you some Moscow Seven ninety eight ninety. I'll even give you some Moscow model luggage with the deal. Ooh, look at so that. anybody out there, 790R, 890R, want a GS800. It's, uh, it's a fun bike. It's just not my KTM 790 or 890, so. Right. And it's red. Yeah. If you uh, wonder what bike that is, it is, if you've ever seen a, oh, God, I just saw a video today on, it's not her two wheels, it's not the Harley girl, on her bike, I think. Hmm. A gal with short blonde hair, and she travels the world, but that's the exact bike she has. Is that the one that has the the uh, the head net on because of the flies up in Iceland? Oh, maybe. So you saw a video today. I saw a video today. Ah, it was one of those. I didn't watch the video. I just saw her the bike thumbnail. ones. Yeah, I just I stopped and looked at it because she was wearing a one of the yeah, mosquito nets on her head. It's on her bike. That's what it's called. She's got the exact same bike I got, except she's done some upgrades and stuff. Mm. Which is funny, that's one of the first adventure uh, type YouTube channels I I was watching. Um, And then when we saw the the Beamer, my wife liked it. I got it it home before I realized, holy shit, it's the same bike. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty cool. That's funny. Yeah. Coming in at number six is the Suzuki V-Strom 650. Oh, yeah. That, that, I got ahead of myself there. You did? Yeah. I thought the Cowie was the V-Strom. Yeah. No, Suzuki. Um, the V-Strom been around for quite a while. Uh, service interval, 3,500 miles. They just added 500 on to be better than the other guy. Yeah. Um not thirty not three thousand, thirty five hundred. Yeah, although the, the V Strom comes with spoked wheels, I think they still are more in line with the on road adventure as opposed to off road. Yeah. Um I have seen those off road the V Stroms. Yeah, um, it's kinda like the, the like that man that has to the Honda five fifty. Yeah, yeah. 500 there. Similar to that, you can, as Amanda has pro- proven, go off-road with with these bikes. But yeah, they're more, I think, on-road centered. Smaller wheels. Yeah. Just depends what you're going to do. I mean, if you're <clears throat> 90% of the time going to be off-road, then there's no need to have a huge heavy bike, really. I can tell you, I had the choice of uh, V-Strom 650 or my BMW 750. And what, the, ultimately, it was a $1,000 difference. And the TFT display, the ability to connect my helmet to the bike, and the three-year warranty was what uh, swayed me in the BMW Chapter secretly is a Terminator. He can tell he likes to hook up to the bike Bluetooth. 
I'll be back. When the wife gets on, he can hit buttons that raises and lowers suspension. Hmm. It's got all these superpowers. It does. Nice. Creature comforts are good, you know. Yes. Uh, Common problems for the V-Strom is electrical connection problems. And it's a Suzuki. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. People relax. Don't send hate mail already. Uh, ABS pump connection corrosion. Yeah. Turn that shit off anyway. (laughs) Sticky throttle linkages. That that sounds interesting. Does that mean you're whiskey throttling? That is a scary. Yeah. Like that that sounds like death. So your brakes don't work and your throttle works excessively. (laughs) Anybody else see a problem with this? Right. Stator failure. Ugh. Yes, that is not a good thing. No, that's not good. Same bike no that was that was breathing fire. Vince squatches a CRF or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we had to get a new stator for it. I don't know why that would burned out, but anyway. <laughs> Too uh, many puddles. There, there was one guy that made them. Uh, I can't remember his name. But like one guy, Mike, like Mike's freaking staters or something i can't remember oh yeah when when we needed it the dude was in the uh, hospital for a heart attack we had to wait like six months and we were like praying please please make it or hope he taught his son or something because he was the only guy that could make it (laughs) yeah it's not easy to replace those i mean if you got a newer bike they've got parts but when you're talking about older bikes and stuff yeah uh, stator failure and then headlights burning out. Yeah, that, I mean, so you can't stop. They're, you can go really fast and you can't see. That's, yeah, that's well, a great time. That sounds like a sounds stator like a, stator failure. Uh, maybe the regulator that turns it from AC to DC um, not, uh, is not up to snuff, and that's yeah, probably why it's China burning quality. out the headlights. It's a China. <laughs> Uh, well, best I'm going to pass on that bike all all together. If you have one and you love it, good man. You can yeah. tell us on Discord. I'm not knocking any bikes. I'm just going to say I'm going to pass on the, the one that yeah, brakes have a problem and, and the throttle can stick. Hey, you already what if said that you would not take a Suzuki if they agreed to pay you for a year to right. drive it. That is right. So I, I remember that. that to this I day. I could not sell you a freaking <laughs> V-Strom for free. You you couldn't give me a V-Strom for free if you had a harem of gothic chicks that wanted to play naughty <laughs> to me. Not saying something. Uh, best year to buy is anything after 2012. It seems to be the magic number. 2012 was a good year. Mm. That looks like a Ooh. bike. Now, look, we're just the talking next about one. them. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? I don't think no. so. No, Triumph has a new motocross bike, 250. Well, this one looks like it's a gosh darn copy of the 990 to me. Not that that's a bad thing. This um, looks, looks uh, stellar to me in the picture. Yeah. Well, you can always tell a Triumph by the trellis frame. I got that trellis frame, which. 
want to say KTM uses on the Dukes. Yeah, and they use it on the 701 and the 690. A trellis frame? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, baby. That's why I, I fell in love with the 690 because of the freaking orange frame that looked like a skeleton or something. I was like, that's sick. Mm. I gotta have one of those. And then I got the white one. <sighs> and then the wife said, no. Yeah. Um. So the Triumph number five, the Triumph Tiger 900 Rally Pro. Rally Pro, that's why I'm liking it. It's It's set up like it's ready to rock. Yes, it looks like it's, uh, I mean, they got a picture of them doing a jump in the Ah, uh, That dudes. reminds me of a special guest we had on. Really? They had a Triumph uh, specialty bike, remember? Yeah. He was good at navigating. Yeah. And then he wrecked it. And then he got rear-ended again. <sighs> and now he doesn't have a Triumph. Oh, he did? I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago. Oh, that sucks, man. I think he should give up Triumph, then, apparently. It's bad luck, man. He has. I think right now he's uh, tooling around on a CRF 300. Nice. Uh, yeah. Service interval is 6,000 miles on the Rally Pro. They couldn't add 600 more? Nope. It's not 666. Nope. Never mind, I didn't say a damn word, people. Um, Self-canceling blinkers shutting off prematurely. (laughs) The bike has premature problems? I guess. Oh, no. It's definitely a dude. Hey, baby, hop on my bike. Might prematurely stop, but okay. (laughs) Uh, Hard to cold start. (laughs) Well, I mean, I understand that. I understand. <laughs> I was in the pool. Do they know about pools? You know about cold, Jerry? <laughs> Occasional stalls. Okay. I think that's supposed to be short. Ah, uh, yeah. Valve short inspection. valve inspection interval. Yeah. Yeah, those can be not fun. I had to do it on my 701. Probably should do it again this winter, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you had the starting problem. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it was easy once I was in, but it, again, it goes back to the things are Taking made for people off. with little teeny hands and fingers that I don't well, have. You're supposed to take stuff apart. Yeah. Uh, best year to buy any model year, they say. Wow. I mean, that looks like a fun bike. I ain't going to lie. I, I would take one of those for free. I mean, when it, was, uh, it was a decent picture. ride. I rode the the road version because the Rally Pro was. Uh, Mom, where's my pizza, Mom? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> where's my meatloaf? <laughs> what the hell? Sorry, little wedding crashers. I can smell the pizza. Uh, uh, coming in at number four is the Yamaha Tenere 700. Oliver's bike. Is that a picture of Oliver? Yeah, I'm not sure. If it was, he would kick out of his tent, though. Is it Oliver or the the chick's bike? That uh, Oliver's Oliver. is white, so that could be the chick's bike. Ah. 
Service interval is 4,000 miles. I've heard a lot about that bike. People were so freaking excited for that bike. And, and then they uh, couldn't get them. Couldn't get them. I think that's what made it tents so. If you bought one, I mean, I trying suppose, to suck me into the tenor. I think that's what made them so desirable was you couldn't get them. Yes, yes. It's kind of like that play hard to get bullshit. Yeah. Common problems. Common problems is you couldn't get one. Now, <laughs> the people I've talked to that have them love them. I mean, I didn't ride one. Um, Frank said that he wrote it and he hated it. I mean, they came out with that to compete with my 701, kind of, you know, and I no. um, don't know. Just, I'm just thinking if you put the weights together. Well, I mean, Oliver is going to keep it for his off-road stuff, but he wants something more on-road. Yeah. So, like. So, that doesn't solve the problem of the 69701. People say they're hard off on-road. Right. Oh, <laughs> delivery. Thanks, it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. It's DiGiorno. Thanks, babe. <laughs> she Thank did you. not look happy. Because I called her, where's my meatloaf, mom? She didn't think uh, that was funny. I'm going to have to watch Wedding Crashers with her tonight. Uh, yes. So she understands. Yeah, yeah. She should know. It's my favorite movie. Probably ever. <laughs> uh, wheel spokes corrosion. What? Your spokes being corroded are not a good thing. No, that's not good. That's what. <laughs> no, because it mm. makes it hard to adjust them. Keep them tight. Um, paint quality concerns. Hmm. 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 Not really sure what that means, but. Yeah. I mean, that has no nothing to do with reliability. No. Um, rattling noise. I mean, that's. Occasional shutoffs. That is. That's a concern unless it's user error because I do that on both of my bikes. Well, all three of them actually. You shut them up. You know, if you hit the rear brake hard enough, I'm on my dirt bike and on the 701. And you don't pull in the clutch? Yeah. You'll kill the bike. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that's a shutoff. Yeah, that's a a user error. No, I I think this is more of a stalling type of thing. Mm hmm. Uh, best year to buy used 2021 because that was the first year they came out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that they're so this bike is so high on the list. Yeah, I mean, how how can you say it's number four most durable when it's only been out for three years? <laughs> Not even two years. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah. enough, I'm not shit talking them. I, I no, I, 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 I totally agree. Them. Like I said, I, I thought this would be fun because, you know, but like I did some research on some of these that I didn't know much about, um, like some of the older ones. Um, like the next one has been around for quite a while. Which one's up? At number three is the Honda Africa Twin. Uh-huh. Dork on the road. Yes. Um, and they even have a DCT version where you don't have to use a clutch. So Yeah, I drove one of those. I did a review. There's a video out there. Amanda's uh, been riding, riding one for a while now, too. 
I didn't like the the deep the no shift. Part yeah, I don't think I would either. I mean, other than that, I mean, it was comfortable. It was fun for the fifteen minutes I rode it. Yeah, I mean, there are times uh, in my car where I sort of wish I had a clutch. Yeah, I kind of miss that. I like driving a clutch when I was a kid because nobody would learn how to drive a clutch. You just got automatic. So I was like, hmm. yeah, nobody can drive like my it. car. Yeah. <laughs> Can't borrow it. Are you kidding me? You don't even know how to get a, ride a clutch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Service interval of 4,000 miles. Kind of smack dab in the middle-ish of the others, seems like. Yeah. Close. Right along. Oh, uh, another bike that does it. It yeah. looks like a BMW. Well, not really. I mean, kind of, but but uh, battery drains. Yeah. Rough idling. I seen an uh, issue where people were having that problem. Really? Yeah, they're. And you know, I, you I know what happens wonder. after rough idling? It says it right next. Yeah, stalling. Um, <laughs> people messing with the exhaust and stuff like that. When you put aftermarket pipes and stuff like that, you are changing the way the bike like breathes. breathes. Yeah. So, um, front suspension sticking in base models. Ooh. Ooh, not good. I had a KX that did that. I didn't know it, but we rode it off road one day in my two fifty. And got done, and the next day we were at a cabin, and Vince was like, ready to go ride the next day. I'm like, fuck no, dude, I am so sore. He's like, what are you talking about? He was on his CRF. Uh, I'm like, dude, I felt every pebble, like every rock, every stick, like, ah. So we go out, look at the KX, and the uh, suspension was stuck open, like just rigid. So I rode it for like four hours. With no suspension in the front. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it was, it was like my first dirt bike experience. I didn't know, but was it out, it out quickly. I'm not sure what the hell it was. It just bound up or something, you know, probably yeah. tipped it over and it twisted in the triple or I don't know, but oh yeah, there, there was nothing. There was no give. So I felt every little freaking thing of sand we ran over Damn. <laughs> yeah but he he couldn't understand why are you so sore <laughs> you just thought i was worse i'm like no you ride this bike fucker <laughs> <laughs> he's like dude you got no suspension <laughs> so yeah uh, that's a bad thing with the if the suspension sticks yes because that can get expensive too fuel filter recall what the hell's that yeah I don't know. Wheel assembly and bolt corrosion. Hmm. Well, it's good we're going through this because I didn't know, you know, on some of these bikes, like they're Achilles heels, I guess. Right. I usually do uh, an extensive research before I buy something. Yeah. For those reasons. Um, So you're aware of what could be issues, potential issues. Yeah, I didn't do that with 701, but now I carry around a spare uh, slave cylinder everywhere I go. Mm. <laughs> Hope you don't need it, but know your bike's 
Achilles heel, so to speak, and if possible, carry a spare. Yeah. Uh, best years to buy 2018, 19, and 22. Not 21, apparently. <laughs> yeah, not 20 or 21. Well, maybe they didn't make any because of COVID. True. Let's see. That was number, number three. Two. So number two. Doo, 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 doo. This is not a surprise. But there's still one to come. So curious. Oh, uh, number two, the BMW R1250 GS. Mm-hmm. Um, Thing is huge. Good yeah. Looking. Huge. The, uh, I mean, this bike's been out for a while. They just keep improving it, making improvements. Uh, I want to say it started out as like an 1100 or. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're improvements, man. They're making them bigger and heavier. (laughs) Yes. Actually, believe it or not, supposedly the 1300 is lighter. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. They just keep adding, they just keep adding horsepower. It's like. Uh, the new one's got 147 horsepower. That That's is great. not We're on the road. You don't need that off road. No. I mean, unless you want to die. <laughs> if you do, there is this wonderful helpline that they say on Sirius XM. Tell your friends to call the suicide hotline, whatever it is. <sighs> Suicide prevention, yeah. Only on your channel. Don't kill yourself unless, of course, you want to take away our guns. Then you can do whatever you want. But <laughs> I don't know how you'll do it, though, if you're taking away everybody's guns. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the boxer fun, engine. Boxer is, engine is cool. You don't tip over all the way. Well, it's been out forever. Uh, it's tried and true. It's reliable um, as long as you keep up on your maintenance. Yeah, Tim did over 120,000 miles on his 1,200, I think. Yeah, and the drive shaft Mm -hmm. is supposed to be low maintenance. Um, I mean, 120,000 miles and then his went. I mean, that's that's pretty damn good, 120,000 miles on a bike. Yeah, he wasn't thinking that at the time, but yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like, uh, and it wasn't the engine, but right, and it's not like it was like dead either. I mean, he was able to get out of where he was, where he was, and you know, and if it wasn't for COVID, parts probably wouldn't have been so slim, and he probably would have been back on the road a lot quicker. Yeah, Um, and that's something to think about with all these bikes, not COVID, but just. Uh, how available are the are the parts? You know, like yeah. If you're traveling in the U.S., you can probably probably in a decent amount of time get parts in if you need to. If you're in a um, third world country, you know, traveling the world, it might be something to think about. Like, yes, in Himalaya, can you get BMW parts or KTM parts or you know Suzuki parts? Or- you're probably gonna have to order them. Yeah. Um, BMW seems to have dealers everywhere. Yeah, I'm that not is too sure about Triumph. Triumph is uh, British. Um, 
Are they British, mate? They are. Oh, cheers. So is Himalayan, aren't they? I'm not really sure. I thought Himalayans were made in the Himalayan. No, Royal Enfield, British. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they're they're British. I'm like the Himalayan mountains aren't in Britain. No, oh. they're not. <laughs> I hope they're um, not. I just said that. The service well, interval on the BMW is six thousand miles. As far as I've seen and heard and know, uh, they're great, like cross-country bikes. Huh. Capable of doing off-road, but they're also capable of going from one coast to the other coast mm. comfortably. Yes. Yeah, The that's what supposedly is the, the best thing about the 1250 or 1200 is the ability to either put on some serious you know, iron butt miles on the pavement or go anywhere off the beaten path. Yeah. And I, I tried to take me, uh, Tim kind of chills to go up the Punisher in Colorado. That was kind of his call. I was trying to talk him out of it kind of, but then he made it up. So I was like, fuck, now I have to make it up on my 701. <laughs> He's on a 1200. <laughs> yeah. There's one little caveat, though, about that bike that you'll never hear probably anywhere else but here. But if you're on a trail and you get to a spot and there's snow and you want to go through it, and your buddy has like a smaller bike, 701, say, he's just got, you just, you think you just take your hammer and clear out for the tire width, right? Well, we huh. did that. And I got through and I'm like, cool. Then we tried to get Tim's boxer engine through. Oh, no. We had to dig out, you know, human size. <laughs> we were there for two hours. With oh, with the snow? Little claw hammer. Uh, just hammer. And you guys <laughs> had to do the snow? Yeah, because we started getting him through, and then his boxer engine hit the, because it was that high. Yeah. Just in that one area. Man, it took us two hours to get through that shit. Mm. So that's the only real downside. The the upside is if, if he tipped it over, it only went to not all the way over. So it was easier to. Yeah, it's still at like 40 degrees or whatever. Yeah. Uh, common problems uh, fork issues, water pump leaks. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's not almost half of the bikes. Yeah, four it's out really. Of 10. And what the fuck is an occasional limp mode? Is that like uh, <laughs> uh <yeah. laughs> Okay, the that was which one this had the premature? Seriously says this. <clears throat> Occasional limp mode. Evidently yeah, and, if, and I know uh, what that is. Evidently if on the bike. you own a twelve fifty, you need to have Viagra. Yes. Also known as uh Tim did a video on that. Uh there's a like computer tester type thing you can plug in and reset it ah usually you have to take it to the shop but you can buy one and he said that thing was expensive i remember but yeah limp mode not good i think i would be pissed off if the only time limp, limp is mode. good i guess is biscuit sometimes well i mean limp <laughs> mode is better than walk mode it's about the same <laughs> not ba- not as bad i mean i guess as long it's as put there to save your bike from blowing up yeah, uh, faulty kill switch. 
Mm. Best year to buy used 2021 and beyond. Well, to infinity, I want to, 2021 well, I want to say and beyond. That's when the 1250 came out. Yeah. So, and I don't know if those issues transfer over to the 1200. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know limp mode could. They they keep adding stuff to the bikes that, um, you know, like the 1200 didn't have a TFT, the 1250 does. Um, 1200 didn't have like the ability to, you know, hook all your phone and all that stuff up to the, the bike like you can with the newer ones. Yeah. That's all newer shit. Yep. We, as we go farther into AI pretty soon, you won't even need to ride your bike. Just have Mr. AI do it. <sighs> yeah. Here, take me up the Punisher. There's no fun Do that. In I'll that. be turning that shit off, too. I don't want that. Yeah, there's, there's no fun in that. No. Alrighty. No, no. And now yeah. we come to number one. Which is the eight ninety? Oh, wait. So, sorry, it's just the eight ninety color. Yeah, if if anybody's listening, there's one longtime ADV bike that has not been mentioned so far, and yep. thinking back, this is probably the original ADV bike. Now, if you haven't had one of these. When you're into ADVs, you got to be honest here and say that you were looking at them. (coughs) I think most of us have. When I ended up with the 701, I was going to go with the uh, the KLR 650 because they were available used and it was more affordable. I'd seen, you know, I'd seen they can... They can do some freaking adventuring. They'd been around. Their parts. They were, do everything. Yeah, their parts were Good. available. Not well or great. Yeah, they don't do anything excellent. I don't think, but they do everything good. Yes. <laughs> and so before I looked into the seven hundred one, that that's probably what I would have got. Not to mention they they look they're pretty cheap. cool, and they're cheap. You can get them very inexpensive. Yes. So I can see why that's at number one. It's been around forever. I remember when they quit making it for a couple of years or something. Yes. And I was like, what in the hell are they going to do? Like, that's a talk about a cult following. That bike's, uh, it's been pretty popular. Yeah. What was it? Like 2017 or something like that? They stopped 2018. Yeah, I think so. I think, what did they do? Upgrade the suspension? I think they came back out in like 2020 or something like that. They upgraded, upgraded just about everything. I mean, it doesn't even oh, look like. Oh, they make it fuel inject. I can't remember what they changed. Yes. Fuel inject. Yeah. There you go. That's the number one most reliable, according to this. Yes. I, mean, I, I, I can. They say it is the most bulletproof adventure bike money can buy. And I have seen and heard tons of stories about them being bulletproof and doing things and People saying, yeah, that ain't going to run anymore. Hey, it runs. Yeah. You just got to take care of that stupid doohickey. Yes. 
Yes, and they still have the doohickey problem. I know with why, the new ones. Why would they do that with the new one, man? Just fix I don't the know. freaking doohickey thing. I don't know. Maybe because they like it. They like to say doohickey. Yeah, maybe. Um, Only time I liked that was like in, you know, probably el- not elementary, maybe middle school, high school. And I think this is the longest like service interval as well. It's hickey. Seventy five hundred miles. Seventy five. That's good. Yeah. Common problems. The first one, the doohickey. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy fix. Yeah. Um, not everybody has a problem with the doohickey, but it is a common fail. Um, Weak subframe bolts if carrying luggage. I, I, I love the last sentence here. It says, uh, it will probably feel free, you. feel free to abuse this motorcycle. It will probably outlast you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if they'd have put that sentence in when I was looking, I'd probably got it. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. I would like to see if you could break one. <laughs> All right. Anybody got one I can borrow? Let's do this. Um, weak I mean, I won't try to break bolts. it. I will just put it through the normal crap I do. Yeah, the weak subframe bolts if you're carrying luggage. That's I have read about that, that uh, you should get beefier bolts. Yeah, I don't want my luggage falling off. That would suck. Uh, lousy piston rings. Hmm. That means you're going to lose power. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, wiring harness problems in older models. Well, I mean, they were abused. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're marketed to be abused, and people have. Yeah, I mean, they, they recommend uh, 2010 models or newer, but um, I say if, if you're looking to get into the sport and you don't have much money, uh, that's a good place to start. It doesn't matter it what is. year. I remember reading articles on those that most of the bike didn't change for 20 years, pretty much. Like Right, and the parts are plenty. Yeah. So if you've got a 2009 or if you got a 1989, the bolt that holds the headlight is probably the same. Or the headlight housing is probably the same. So, yeah. you know, finding parts is uh, pretty good. I'm just getting like, uh, I read once that you could literally buy, build a Harley yourself off of aftermarket parts. <laughs> uh, I think maybe this is kind of similar. Could be. Yes. KTM and Husky don't usually have a ton of aftermarket parts. You know? Be the downside. I like to customize shit. Yeah, well, they they change their models a lot. Yeah. When you're constantly upgrading. Um, there are a lot of aftermarket things for the KLR. Matter of fact, they probably have more aftermarket things for the KLR than any other bike. Nice. Yeah, I, I can't really argue with that being number one. I kind of, I would have expected that kind of. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was uh, going to be. I know what you're thinking it's going to be. Huh? You're thinking it's going to be one that's not even on there. No, I was, well, I wasn't sure about the KLR because, I mean, some people consider them dual sports. I mean, yeah, but 
I know, what was the first model year? It was like 89 or something like that. Long time ago, man. I was probably stoned and missed it. You're looking up. Nineteen eighty-seven. Wow. I don't know. I keep hearing all this stuff. Oh, that's a six fifty. The KLR came out in eighty-four. It was a six hundred. Eighty-four. I was just gonna say. I keep hearing that we're living in nineteen eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-seven. It was a single. I don't. Is it a twin now? 87 to 2007. So, yeah, 20 years. Oh, I found the ultimate adventure one. Here we go. We're going to throw in a, a bonus number one. A bonus? A yeah. boner? Kawasaki J300. Look that baby up. That looks adventurous shit. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> the J300. You wear a flower pot on your head and look like Devo. I'm surprised that the CB500X did not make the cut. When you're talking about reliable. I would say because it's newer, but. But that they've been out for we, a while. Yeah, well, we have the. Tenere was in here, and it's pretty freaking new. Exactly. That's like so. the newest bike out there. Yeah. CBR 500. The first year. 2013. Oh, that's a 500R. Oh, are you talking about Alp? That too. Pedro. Yep. Twenty thirteen. Crazy stuff with that. Out. CB five hundred X came out in twenty thirteen. So it's been around for yeah. at least ten years. That's good. I don't know. I if I was gonna add a bike, that's the one I would add. To the list because um, it's been around and it's bulletproof. It's proven. And you can adventure on it. Amanda adventured all over the U.S. Yep. She even came through Utah. She came out east too. She did not visit us mass holes. <laughs> Probably listen to podcast when uh, Justin Snow said, "What was up, your mass hole?" <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, huge shout out to Digital Nothing. If you're not following him on Instagram, he has some really great content. And if you're not aware, that's uh, Amanda's brother that she. Uh, does motorcycle trips once a year. Yeah, yo. But he has, he's a very good photographer. Um, I mean, does good, but so is her brother. I mean, you think he wouldn't be? Our kind of runs in their family. 
Yeah, like, I, she's I great just, at the videos and like drawing, and uh, he's just got. It makes sense eye. that he when I see he his have pictures, like the 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 thought of you know things in in the way and stuff like that. It's like I would never think like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of my bike from the other side of the bush. So part of it is hidden. Maybe he but, just had to pee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, yeah, that, that whole but, photography thing is—it's not just something you know. You think you just pick up a picture, take a nice shot, no, no, no. There's much yeah, more to do that. The whole composition thing. Yeah. Well, right on. Well, that's Look. good for our last podcast. Make sure that you use the venture code. You know, yes. the throttled ADV code at your favorite Moto Atomics and Moto Camp Nerd. Yes, go get yourself a sweatshirt, dry bag, or go on over to Moto Camp Nerd and get, get some yourself camping a supplies. Yeah, hey, if the end of home. the world is coming, hit the Moto Camp Nerd up. He can help you have, you know, a mobile home. Or if you just want to have fun adventures, you can use it that way too. Yes. But that's that's the way I'm looking at it. It's multi-purpose now. Yes. <laughs> you can carry all your Moto Atomic and Moto Camp Nerd stuff in your Moscow Moto luggage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. And if something happens to your bike, you need to pick up the phone. Call B-B-B-B-B-B-Moto. B-Moto. And you can use your phone if you have internet service to look up bootyche.com and see what it is they have to offer. Yeah. All righty. Wait, wait, wait. Not all right yet. Not all right yet? Oh, man, where was it? What the fuck? I can't find it anymore. <laughs> That's a bummer. Uh, Cody's been castrated. He can't find it anymore. Nope, can't find it no more. Oh, here we go. Hello. <laughs> there you go. Well, just in case you forgot the uh, Moscow Moto. Easy official luggage of throttled adventure. Yep. Alrighty. If anybody wants to really laugh their ass off. No, 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 no. Turn. No, 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 no. Turn the podcast. No, 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 no. No, no, no. 1.5 speed. No, it is funnier than fuck. No, 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 no. Because no. that is how I edit, and I laugh my ass off when we start <laughs> laughing and giving each other shit. Yeah, because it's so funny. Yeah, and if you really want to know what we're about, play it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Only Jay knows that one. By the way, Jay, you know how long it's been since we talked about like sex toys on this channel? Just for you. Five minutes. <laughs> Chappy timed it. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah, it was flaccid or, or not working or limp yep. mode. That was it. Yeah, limp yeah, mode. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys all uh, are having a great adventurous summer, winter, yes. fall, wherever it is. Chappy's going to have a new studio, place to lay We're his head. A new studio. I'm going to be laying garage, my head. New workplace. Nice. I'm going to be laying my head in some uh, field 
Squatch is going to lay his head there, and Pete from Moscow is going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. The, uh, the dusty, not the dirty, the dusty lizard. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, uh, when this podcast comes out, Cody, you're going to be there today. Hi, Pete. I'm talking to you right now, and I'm talking to you right now. How weird is that? Very. Talking in the future. By so the yeah, way, Moscow came Cody, out with new colors. Check them out. Hopefully, you're at the... Who's got new colors? Moscow Moto. Oh, yes. And their luggage. Yeah. That they do. All righty, people. Goodbye, I am people. off to bed for my last day of work before we spend a shit ton of money. Thanks for letting me invade your ear holes, baby. Peace out.